Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. No, what was that other song? I got what you got. You, <laughs> got <what> <laughs> you were like, I'm feeling yeah, that more. We were made <laughs> for each other. I feel like that love song is actually so fitting for today. Agreed. It really is. Once we get into sign language and all that, you'll see. Well, we are excited today because we have a very special guest in the motherfucker with us yes and you guys know like i mean remember when we started out we used to have hella guests on and then we kind of like scaled back and started to spend time with just the two of us so it's always a it's really always a special thing when we have a guest in now yeah i think when we started we ran through all of our friends pretty quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) we just ran out of people that we wanted to talk to yeah we were too excited right so guests are always special and today we have chase in the motherfucker. Woo! Hey. Welcome, Chase. Thank you. Yeah. We're happy to have you on. We are happy to have you. Super and excited. As far as our male guests, that's where we fall short. We haven't had as many male guests on as we've had, you know, women. So, I'm... Why, why is that? I know more women. We probably. know more. We know more women and I think that a lot of times it feels like the topics we cover is more, you know, geared towards women. Like we assume that men don't really want to hear about relationships and things like that. Although we've been surprised in the past, right, Sydney, where we have been surprised. Some men some actually say, surprise. yeah, they say like, hey, we do listen to your show. And so. also some guys are just not as talkative. Like, you know, it's, it's hard getting right. more than a couple lines out of these niggas like come on yeah it's like pulling teeth right which is nothing i'm trying to do with a grown man so <laughs> <laughs> pull teeth so chase chase is considering perhaps going out on his own and doing his own show so this is kind of would you call this like in your research phase of of podcasts sure sure we can call it the research phase of podcasts yeah, so <laughs> he's he. We could be on his show one of these days, Shayna. Well, I'm gonna hold you I, to I it. I need to keep a box with all of the relevant equipment. Wow! Did he just shade me, <laughs> Chase? And I will say that that is the right mindset to have because I too have a box where I keep oh, my shit. Y'all. You know? Yeah. 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 For those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, Sydney lost one of her podcast tools today, a piece of equipment that we use for guests. And and now we're doing it the janky old fashioned way. The like way we did it. Sister on, on like, the airplane. Right. And the crazy. <laughs> right. The way we did it, like our first episode when we were like, yeah, we got to go on Amazon and order. <laughs> Before we even knew that they you could buy that right yeah so anyway we're we can hear you we can hear one another and that's all that matters so boom so what's up Um, how's everyone doing september was busy for me i can't believe it's already october oh man september really flew by wasn't september the longest month last year i don't know was it yes i feel like and I even saw memes pop up when September 1st started. Like, I hope y'all ready for the longest month ever. Like, was it September or were we tired of October? Like, I could, I can't remember, like, <laughs> one of the months. I feel like October was unusually long. And I, I know it was, September. it was October and it was January. January was a killer. Like, yeah, I remember. January just crept on by. Yeah, yeah. So are, are we referring, we're not referring to, like, literally longer. Like, no, it just seems. No, like not literally, but. 
but yeah, right. right. Because it's obvious that January would be. <laughs> right. I was just making sure, like, I didn't miss a 30-second day. In right. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, we've definitely got a cheeky one on today, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so this has been a good, good, cute little September. Now we're here in October, and it's Libra season. Mm-hmm. But are we in? Oh, yes. Because this I mean, is for the future. Yeah, this comes out next week. But okay. so it, I mean, October, October is like out. right there. It's like two days away. Yeah, but it's still not literally October. Okay. Well. Is it? Is it actually Libra season? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yes, so that has begun. All right. So yeah. Yes. Got it. All right, Roger that. We've been in that for at least you know. And four I have days to say, now, happy birthday to Lola. Her birthday is gonna be tomorrow, but. <sighs> It will have happy passed. Happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Lola. We love you. One of our favorite yes. guests. And yes, happy yes. and happy belated birthday to our other fave, Af. It was her yes. birthday. Yes. Happy as belated well. birthday to Africa who believed in us. She helped us get our show started all those years ago. So Can I just say, I don't know Africa, but that name is fucking fantastic. Isn't it? Yes. And just so you know, yes. it's Africa with a K. Don't forget it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And right. she's like super Shout black to, too. To her, her parents or whomever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? She she really embodies the name. I really love it. We love her. Uh, you can't see it. Really oh, well. he has Africa tattooed on his arm. He's hey. It looks like Florida kind nice. of or a penis. But it's, but it's not Florida. But it's not. Right. Or a penis. <laughs> not to be <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, do you want to get started with this icebreaker? Yeah, I'll do mine first. Cool. Um, name a non-sexual quality that turns you on. A non-sexual quality. Yeah. I enjoy the veins in a man's forearm. Really? Yeah. That <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it's like that's a turn on because it, it just looks like strength, you know? So what do you be like, damn, nigga, them veins is popping, bro. Literally. But like, <laughs> I don't say anything about it. It's just more like, huh, it looks, it just looks nice when you, you know, when you've got the three quarter shirt on or you got the like short sleeve shirt. So I don't know. That, that definitely is one thing that I feel do, like. Do you ever find yourself like. Touching the veins on accident, <laughs> but but not on accident. <laughs> I definitely grab the forearm. I don't know if I really. Maybe I could be subconsciously massaging the veins, but I'm definitely <laughs> gripping the forearm for sure. Got it. <laughs> That's something. I'm trying to think if there's something else, but that is the first thing that came to my mind, and the only thing right now. So. That's that. Um, what about you? Something non-sexual that turns me on. I feel like I had one before, but I can't really recall. But I would definitely say <laughs> manicured hands. Mm. Like, I get so grossed out by dirt under nails and right. stuff. So when I see someone who, like, takes the extra mile to just get that cuticle clipped also, it's like, wow. <laughs> you actually give a fuck about yourself right in life you and you like, love oh, yourself wow, yeah yeah well i knew that you had nice nails but they look particularly <laughs> nice today right. so right it's like you love yourself that's a sign also of- also somebody who's like maybe willing to drive like i always i don't really always like to drive like just mm-hmm. drive you know that's just a nice gesture that just really gets me going right okay yeah. Drive, bitch. So when you're in a, when you're, when you're in a Uber. Am I turned on? You're no. Like, oh, you turn me no, on. I'm talking about somebody who's like, no, I'll drive. I'll like, I'll come get you. Oh, you know. Right. So a non-sexual quality in a suitor, like someone you're yeah. looking at. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess a non-sexual quality in just any random stranger. Um, yeah. That was, <laughs> that, was that was a good one. Okay, yeah. you, you now. Uh, uh, lip gloss. That lip still gloss. feels sexual, but I guess. It's not sexual. It's not. Why? Tell us why. Talk us through that. What about the lip gloss? I, I, I believe lips are beautiful. Uh huh. 
and when they're accented by the right amount now i mean there's some people that wear a little too much and it's like <laughs> above their lip mm-hmm. or below their lip and it's looking like chicken grease <laughs> it looks like just had their face in a bucket of kfc <laughs> right uh that's not good mm-hmm. but i think i think well accented lips are just beautiful including certain lipsticks like, right i really like red lipstick yeah on since we're on the topic of lips, how do you think that a woman should be offended if a man, if that is the first thing a man compliments? Like, you have beautiful lips. Oh, I feel well, like a, that should not, I'm sorry. That should not be the first thing a man compliments. Right. Like the nigga says, oh, damn, your lips are beautiful. Right. Start with the eyes. Right. <laughs> And then maybe after a kiss, be like, damn, baby, lips is popping. <laughs> Thank you. you. Right, if, a, if a nigga goes right to the lips, you should be offended. I should be. Thank you. Because, I mean, that's happened a couple times just on the street, you know, with cat calling. Some guys will, you know, throw that in there. And I'm just like. Yeah, because you how have am, some thick, luscious. But I'm like, how am I supposed to really. YouTube it. It's like, how am I supposed to really, to you know? Yeah. Because for me, I automatically think, oh, so you want me to suck your dick? Like, that's not happening. <laughs> that's what you're thinking. Yeah, I am. That's where like, my mind would go. My mind goes there automatically, and it's like, it's, it's not not cool. So Yeah, that's inappropriate. I'm glad to know that, that the male's perspective but just thinks know. that. And catcalling, cat let me say this, catcalling in general is inappropriate. Like, Men, we must do better. You can, <laughs> a shorty, come holla at me. Like, we got to stop that. It's really inappropriate. Right. Especially in the day of Me Too. Like, get get close. <laughs> See what the perfume smells like, you know. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I agree. Well, okay, did you have another another one? I yes. I think of another. I did. Like, I actually, sexual. I saw it on social. Oh, another non-sexual like thing. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I'll, I think I'll go ahead and just include the whole, the bicep as well as the tricep because (laughs) I think the whole arm, you know, just fuck it. Give me the whole arm, like from the shoulder (laughs) to the wrist. I think (laughs) depending on what you're wearing, like you could see, you could see that. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Veins and arms. (laughs) That is so funny. So I have one too. Okay. This one's from social media. Uh, what's your favorite toxic text to send? Oh my God. I saw that the other day. <laughs> I don't have a, t- a toxic text is like, trust me, baby. Or like, like toxic. <laughs> or someone, I think I read somewhere someone said, fine it's okay then don't do it right you know like just reverse it kind of like if someone asks, then don't come yeah then don't come then you know yeah when really you want the person to come yeah i don't think i've ever toxic texted i don't think that i've really oh, toxic you know what texted. i have i just i toxic toxic texted this is a very <laughs> say toxic I, text three drinking a mimosa right uh i said it's it's hard to believe that you don't hear my phone calls <laughs> i find that hard to believe but like that believe could truly be real the when the phone what if you're who who has their phone on loud? This normally? is somebody who chronically misses calls. So. Oh, yo, shut up, yo, Cindy. <laughs> I be calling this bitch like it'll be mornings where we're supposed to record, and I'm calling at the time that we're recording. She's like, I didn't even hear that. You're fucking lying. <laughs> you did hear it. We're supposed to record it this time. This is actually better than orange juice, right? And champagne. People, listeners, subscribers. First of all, share this podcast. Second of all, next time you want a mimosa, don't do orange juice, do pineapple juice. Mm. I'll have to try that. It's really good. I, I always the, go with the, the pineapple juice from Trader Joe's, bitch. Okay. I always go with the um the simply 
you know, like the orange pineapple or the mango pineapple. Never just pineapple. So I have to try that. Yeah, man. That sounds really exciting. And refreshing. Nice. Um, so my toxic text that I thought about um, re- having received, but I don't really send toxic texts because I'm not a toxic bitch. <laughs> but um, it was, we're going to see. Mm, that's a toxic text. That's a toxic. We we gonna see. Hmm. This is still confusing to me. Is now it? why? What? Yeah. So the word toxic suggests that it's like contaminated. Yeah. Yeah. So like we'll see just sounds passive aggressive. Right. Doesn't sound toxic. I For like me, I would say a toxic. My, toxic. Mine was passive aggressive. So. Yours was passive aggressive for sure, but I feel like. There's still toxicity in passive aggression. I'll use so, okay. I'll use a perfect example of a toxic text. One, Sydney and I have had many toxic texting relationships <laughs> as it pertains to this podcast, which we me. won't get into, but I, I will I'd like to say that perhaps I instigated 90% of them, you Thank know? Thank you for taking and that ownership. Absolutely. 10% that she <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> she would come back, you know, with... She would come back with more toxicity. So, you know, it's just a terrible... It's a terrible cycle. But something specifically to, let's say, my dating life. For instance, if... And now this is, you know, you have different relationships. I don't even... Why am I even prefacing? Fuck it. So yeah, anyway, I was texting this guy and basically the night before he didn't respond to a text of mine didn't answer a call Mm -hmm. and then the next day i texted him about something else and his comment was had too much fun yesterday huh and my comeback was no not too much fun i just didn't want to hit you up and be met with no response again like you've been doing (laughs) (laughs) that's probably toxic Good right. for you. Right. That's not toxic. That is honest. It's what? It's aggressive. <laughs> it is straight to the fucking point. Listen here, fella. Listen here, fella. Don't come for me. Right. I just thought, but I, mean I look at that. I looked at that as toxic because I knew that perhaps that response was a little too aggressive and too much because I knew Absolutely. damn well. No, it wasn't. All so right. Wait, let me just be clear about something. Was he so you you text him? Mm-hmm. He did not respond to text. He did not respond to call. Yeah, right, right. Then he's then he sends you a text message that says, "I had too much to, fun." He said that to you, right? Why would he say? Why, why would, would he, he say that? that? Because yeah. that day, so the court through the course of that day, actually, I think what happened is the texting and that him not responding happened the day before and then when the next day came i kind of was like very distant not oh, responding a whole day we, and so when i yes yeah, so that. when i responded it was only a question about something else and then his response was had too much fun yesterday huh and i was like no oh. now that we're on the top i was like so then yeah. i said all the other stuff like you know got i just it, didn't want to be it. met with no response no he came he was having. He was being butt hurt because you weren't hitting him up the next day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is butt hurt? Butt hurt is like annoyed. Yeah. But how is that even? I'm saying like I feel like. Term. How do you butt? Like the fact that he was just butt hurt. You've never heard. You've never heard someone say butt hurt. I've never heard anyone say. You know what? No, have I you heard that, Shayna? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I've never heard anyone say butt hurt. Maybe we're just a part of a more toxic environment than you are, so we just know all the terms. <laughs> or I'm just old and don't like. No, someone recently older than you said butt hurt to me recently yeah. about something else. That's a very common term. Yeah, butt hurt, I think, is a little more generic, too. Like the older crowd would use it as well. Agreed. Wow. Like 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 pa- sixty like, year olds, maybe like fifty year olds, yeah. Yep. So this is an older <laughs> term. Yeah, I could That's totally see Donna using that. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know, Donna <laughs> yeah. would definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a regional I'm not to thing. Talk to I don't my know. parents. 
and ask them if they if they've ever heard of or used the term butt hurt. But I've the, heard whoop your ass to hurt your butt. No, right. but butt no. hurt is like you really in your feelings or like you're yeah. really your your ego is bruised yeah. or like it just means like your butt hurt like okay. <laughs> you salty. It's right. Butt. Right. <laughs> but the point the point I was trying to drive home for me is typically when it's toxic coming from me, it's because I'm just trying to not take any ownership for what I've done, such as not respond, not do whatever, mm-hmm. and I just kind of like turn it around on the other person. Turn Got around. That's toxic for me. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. well. Let's try to be less toxic. As it can we? Can we? Let's put our hands in. Come on. Let's try together to be less toxic. <laughs> On three, less toxic. One, two, three. Less, less toxic. <laughs> if y'all could only see my hand in the camera, like, I'm in on this. Less toxic. Woo! Um, so, yeah, that that's that. Yeah. Okay. And so. here we are in Libra season. Period, Pooh. Shout out to the Libras, as I mentioned before. Um, You know, my great father, Bill Nunn, is a Libra that's coming up later this month. Lola, as we said, is a Libra. Um, We got some great Libras in my. Oh, my grandfather is also a Libra. September 30th is his birthday. So, you know, Libras is really in my inner circle, Mm -hmm. you know? Same here. Libras is in my inner circle. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What is he whispering on the he's, side? He's correcting my grammar because I said Libras is. Oh wow! Wow, this is actually crazy to see because Sydney's kind of like that person for me or for us. Like when it comes to just being hella anal with grammar. But and as we know, vocabulary. on the podcast, the, we just let the vernacular roll. We let it go. So yes. I just, I, let it I, go. I was. I'm all down for it, which is why. I whispered it because I, <laughs> I covered the wrong mic, right? So I covered the mic on the brother sister headphones, not the one that's recording this shit. So, anybody out there that heard it, it was meant to be a cocktail correction. You were not supposed to hear that. Oh, oh my, my gosh. I have to say, you have been thoroughly entertaining so far. We haven't even gotten to the meat yet. Like I know. <laughs> we're still in the aperitif. Right, right. right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the meat. From, hold on a second. How do you go from saying Libra's is to, what did you say, aperitif? Aperitif. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's called, oh, what do they call it? Sophista oh, Ratchet. Oh, Bougetto, you know, like all of the above, all the things. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that it is so fitting for Libra season because they truly believe in balance, okay? And that's what we got to do. Exactly. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of that. Yeah. But yeah, we're in Libra season. And actually, today we have a new moon in Libra. It's Saturday, awesome. guys, so you'll still be feeling these effects once you hear this episode. But as you know, when we think of new moon, we think of new beginnings. And with it being in Libra, there's an extra attention to love, romance. So in that department, has anything at all, I guess really if you're coupled up, if you're you know, dating or something like that, you might be able to speak more to this, but let me know for you two. How do we feel yeah. like anything you well, could speak on in this? Cause me personally, as we talked about in the last episode, you know, yeah, I did my love spell on the harvest moon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Full moon wow. after my birthday. And I said that it was a very positive experience and, that was for self love. Mm-hmm. So with that Ooh. being said, with that being said, I definitely feel like I'm taking more strides to worry about myself, you know, and think about what's best for me. Like for example, this weekend, I committed to doing my buy my sell donate trash piles of all my clothes. Okay. Like, 
I'm doing it and it's my number one priority and that's because I committed to myself to do that. So I definitely think right now I am focusing on romanticizing me. And, you know, I love that. Uh, bring uh, it within. October, bring it within. I'm, yeah, bring it within. Like October, I'm. Who going, says love and romance can't be a solo journey? You know. Yeah. Right. Just I, all I, about I, I you. Mean, I, I like that. Be. I like that. That was deep. That's like a blog post. Or maybe. <laughs> I like that though. Like Sydney, you're you're really giving me the energy I need because I feel like that's something that I've been you know, wanting to do recently as well. Just really take a step back and make it all about me. Like, look within, love me, be a little more kind to myself. These are goals that I have for myself. Uh, Another thing, just want to read this really quickly so you get an idea. But during the new moon, take some time to reflect. Ask yourself, have we been giving more than we've been receiving? Is someone being completely honest about the way they feel about us? Are we being completely honest with ourselves about the way we feel mm. about ourselves? Like, you know, just kind of like taking mm. it back to... Are, are we? Like, so, are right, right, right. Because you know lies, you lie to yourself as well. Oh, that okay. That's the thing. I know I do it. So, yeah, these are the kinds of questions that could possibly come up during this new moon in Libra. Possibly putting some of us in a crisis mode. And while we might feel the need to do something about it due to Libra's impulse to act, there are other factors at play we must take into account before we charge ahead. So it's just really all about thinking strategically before you really act. When it comes to the new moon, the full moon, it's always telling us not to act on impulse. Like that seems to be a theme, a recurring theme that happens throughout any type of change that takes place with astrology so chase moving on to a different topic what are your thoughts on astrology like how are you feeling are you pro astrology against it what what are we thinking so listen learning the books of the bible was complicated enough (laughs) old testament new testament i'm still a little uncertain where the books go right adding, adding a whole nother like uh, uh, level of learning <laughs> or or uh, understanding mm-hmm. I'm not as interested in. So like I was telling you earlier, like I'll Google what do these signs mean or <laughs> what's the compatibility with this sign and that sign. But like my phone's definitely not going off in the morning notifying me what my, <laughs> my right. day is going to be like. I have to say mine isn't either. Uh, mine isn't either, right? For I, sure, like, it's not. Definitely but don't. you guys think... do seem to like understand yeah. Oh, more yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and that, and that has, come... has been a big key to yeah, that. Yeah, that has, yeah, this show, like... yeah, we didn't know sh- much, you know? Yeah. It was simply like, we just. Were very Google level. It was simply an interest. Show. It was simply yeah. an interest, and from all of our Googles and research. Timeouts. Right now, Sydney is playing with a crystal. <laughs> so. If the show took you there, from Googling to buying crystals to rub on and shit, then I have to say, very important show. The funniest thing is, I looked at my wrist because I had crystals on it, but I realized I was in the shower, so they're not on me anymore. They're in the bathroom, but actually, they're behind me. Yeah, there we go. Uh, (laughs) You're right about that. I think that this show has definitely taken our level of spirituality to it's enhanced it. And but it's not like an obsession for me. Like I don't yeah, think we it's always really say that. Thing yeah, in my day to day. Like I was just saying last last episode. Like I hadn't read my horoscope in me months. too. Like, me too. I literally hadn't even. Looked. I feel like for me, it has more to do with. I struggle with being able to articulate things that, like, relate to me or explain why I am the way I am. Yeah, I struggle with deep. that, and so. When I read it from a you know an an unbiased perspective, I don't know who this person is, but I'm able to relate. Like, yeah, that actually is me. Then it helps me to be able to understand, you know, yourself, right, and to explain to others why I am the way I am. Yeah. So that's what astrology has done for me. 
Right. And definitely had that kind of like eye opening experience reading your natal chart because it's so personalized. Mm-hmm. A natal chart is based on your exact time of birth right. on the day and the year, whatever. And it breaks down for you, like specifically you at this moment in time. This is what was happening that helped <laughs> to create literally, though, no, like literally it's very interesting. And, and where does this where is this information sourced from? Like, is it is it uh, is it mathematical? Is it there? It's a little scientific. It's more yeah. about you know astrologers or you yeah, know astronomers like yeah, astronomy astronomers. like astronomers being able to you know tell pinpoint exactly where the planets were when you were born right. and how that impacts like how that energy impacts personal beings. That also were born during that time. And I feel like as an Aquarius, it's natural for us to be attracted to things that are mystical, perhaps like, yeah, Yeah. mysterious. Like we love things that are just not really grounded. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all about that airy shit. So I think that it's no, it's no surprise that I'm into this shit heavy. Whereas me, Virgo, I think I'm more like, I'm more, I need explanation to things. Like, I'm not just as as whimsical or airy. Like, I don't really like mystery. I mean, I like mystery, but, but you I have like to, to give solve her it. the facts. I need to know. She yeah, needs I facts. need to know. Yeah, I need to solve. I need to know the answer. Like, I'm curious for sure, yeah. but I'm not like, I can't just live in like the wonder or whatever. Like, I need the fucking answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I feel like astrology helps me with that like you said understanding about yourself like there's really no mystery because there is an explanation to some degree right and i mean i know that i feel like you're more like i won't say you're religious but you're more religious in the sense that you know the books of the bible like i definitely don't (laughs) right i don't i don't want (laughs) to let me be clear i don't want to suggest that i know the books of the bible what i'm suggesting is that as hard as it was for me to get the books of the Bible, it could be equally as hard yeah. to do the astronomy thing, and, and yeah. I don't want to take on that that burden. Got right. you. H- however, I, there were a couple of things that that you said that were were really um, um, impactful. You use spiritual in a way that I think most people uh, um, connect spirituality with religion. And it's not right, right, right. Spirituality. Anybody can be spiritual. And then you talked about how, like, your daily horoscope and the natal, yeah, natal chart, natal chart, like, help you kind of understand you. Because sometimes, me and I imagine other human beings as well, we don't, we don't always know ourselves, no, or why we do the things we do, or, Mm -hmm. or for what reasons or how. And so having like a resource, a spiritual resource, right. similar to the Bible, to kind of check yourself and learn yourself yeah. and guide yourself is, is cool. Right. So I respect, I definitely respect it. Sometimes I clown it, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. It's freaking, so, you know, what's, this is probably a little off topic, but still in the same, right? Like our Capricorn friend Chanel, she's crazy. Let me tell you why. Like... <laughs> She spoke to me so many times about having these dreams, like where she feels very in touch or in tune with her spirituality. Like she might even, you know, like just some type of being able to see things, you know, and I, I believe in that as well. Like, I don't understand how it works, but I believe it. Again, not Aquarius shit. She so, does try to explain this to me, but I can't She hasn't like, quite understand. the thing is Chanel hasn't quite come into it yet. But I feel like she has a gift that she doesn't really she know keeps about. She's not saying like I know things. Like she doesn't know weird yeah. shit. Like I know she things. Has a like, gift. Chanel, shut the fuck she up. She has a gift that she hasn't fully come into like, you know, like she hasn't met it yet. And yeah, the thing that's is that Caribbean I shit. think about how Years ago, she gave me a love quartz crystal. She didn't even know what crystals were. She was like, I was in Vegas and I found this place and it was like, you know, about crystals and just stuff like that. And I just thought like, this is what it stands for. Now, part of me was like, Chanel was just trying to get a gift for someone like, so she just picked up anything and she probably did. But like, I feel like subconsciously there was something to that because 
fast forward to present day when I was in New York recently, she and I, we went to go get our auras read. Like I told her I wanted to get my aura read. So, right. And if she wanted to, if she she wanted to come with me, she was down, but also being her, like she was kind of looking at it all. So it's like, what do they do? What is this? Mm -hmm. You know, and then she's, I'm telling her about the crystals, telling her about how when you recharge crystals, you can recharge it in direct sunlight. You can use, I think, water. I have to check that fact. But you can also use dirt. Like, you bury it in dirt, like, mm-hmm. in the ground. And that recharges the crystal. She was like, sounds like witchcraft. And I'm like, <laughs> thinking in my head, you close-minded as fuck. But I left it. Like, I didn't say anything. I just kept, kind of kept, <laughs> you know. I wonder what she thought about me when I did the love spell. She was probably like, this fucking right. So she bitch. Right. So she was it like, sounds. It wasn't even witchy at all. But what had me laugh is like, she. Yeah, love spell. Yeah, right. but it wasn't it on wasn't someone. It was for her. You, yeah, yeah. You you wouldn't. You. I didn't it wasn't like to summon a partner. Like, it was yeah. more like to. Yeah. It was more for herself. It was more just like a meditative thing. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. not it what people think. Set up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she comes with me to do that, and even though she thinks it's witchcraft, she also brought these crystals. Talking about, I, I just want it for show. Like it looks good on my mantle or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. But at the same time, she bought it, and I thought I just thought it was so funny because I'm like, you are onto something that you have no idea about right now. Like because, you know, like you haven't fully discovered or met that part of you yet. But I, I'm just looking at her like. Just wait. Like, I'm just waiting for her to come to that part. But it just made me think about, like, just this whole conversation we're having. I just can't wait until she's like, oh, my God. And has that aha moment. Right. But until then, I'm just going to sit back. Yeah. Come on, Angela Bassett. What happened? You're giving me, like, Angela Bassett vibes in um, the season of Coven. (laughs) No. I haven't even oh, watched American that. Horror story. Like, what? For real? Yeah, I started the new one. I'm like pressed. I love that show. I, I've been You've like, you tried one. to put me, I mean, I watched it with you, but after that I fell off. I mean, maybe I watched this season. Yeah, this season's kind of like weird or whatever, but I'm watching it because I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Right. It's like they have two horror stories happening at once. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to build on right now. So before we close out a star talk, Chase, let us know what your sign is. I'm uh, born on December 21st, cusp of Capricorn and Sagittarius. All right. Right. There but we have it. Mainly. That's on the, that's around the way. How do, how do so, so listen, this is another thing that confuses me, right? Mm-hmm. So, so when I have to, when I look up my sign, I I know that you clearly have to be specific about the cusp thing. So I, mm-hmm. I put in the cusp, and it, it feels like it's a separate sign because it's not Sagittarius, it's not Capricorn, it's it feels you're in the middle. This I is Shayna. Feel like I am in. Shayna is also a cusper that she doesn't like to admit it. That I don't really identify with. Like I say, you right. know, I'm a cu- but don't get me wrong. It's not like I don't identify with it because when I do my research, I always look up Aquarius. I look up Pisces. Not only be not only um, it's not be- I don't look up Pisces because I'm a cusper on. I'm you know cusp Aquarian Piscean, but it's really because. Pisces is in my Venus. That's the way I show love. So I end up looking at that anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I don't really talk about that, but because <laughs> I'm just really like, I'm, I'm an Aquarian until I die. But I do get what you mean on how do you, you say even... I don't really talk about that. That's like, that's like a girl who's biracial, <laughs> but she don't want to talk about how her mom is white. Like, word, I don't word. really talk about that, you know? <laughs> right. But I say that only because, you know, for you, Chase, I would, anytime I look it up, it's like looking up two signs. You got to look up both because reading, you know, a horoscope or reading something, you may feel like mm, it doesn't really make sense in Sagittarius. Like, yeah. but it might make more sense reading Capricorn. Right. Or you might feel like a little bit of both somehow, it, you know. Is it supposed to make sense? 
am I, am I supposed to find a way to make it make sense or no. is what I am what I am and what and that's it sometimes I read things about Virgo right. and I'm like I can't really relate yeah right but that's because they're so that's why it's kind of interesting to read your natal chart too because mm-hmm. when it's your natal chart shit gets a little bit weird because <laughs> we spent I mean we spent weird. most we spent most of our lives reading horoscopes which were flat out Virgo general, flat out yeah. Sag flat out Aquarius like it's just giving you the general thing for the Virgo it's not telling you the Virgo who's rising is a cancer like that's a completely different thing than a virgo who's rising is also a virgo like a true and true virgo only they would be able to get a full understanding of this horoscope but otherwise it's the natal charts that really give you some peace of mind and like a real explanation i think yeah maybe if we have you on another time you'll do your natal chart and we can talk about that all right well is that it we gonna move yeah all right now it's time for nosy news i just want to talk really quickly about antonio brown because i just i just (laughs) am so still flabbergasted as as to what has transpired we talked last episode about the fact that a woman is filing a civil lawsuit about sexual assault. Right. And since then, like, this whole big-ass Sports Illustrated article has come out, like, airing out a whole four- or five-year-long saga of bad behavior with this guy. Like, just absurd things that have happened. Him not paying people, him being vulgar around people, like him just like being abusive towards his his girlfriend, like all types of things. And it's just like my sister and I were talking about it and it was just kind of a question of like, yeah, he had everything. (laughs) (laughs) He had everything, but he actually never had any tools to not have trauma from when he was homeless as a child or like you know verbal abuse from a parent or whatever like you know he has no skills no like interpersonal skills no like (laughs) he like you know you know what I mean like he Mm -hmm. doesn't have basic skills that you and I might have to where if we all of a sudden one day woke up and had 50 million dollars we might not lose it. You know what I mean? Like, we might not completely just Bruh. be insane Bruh. and be unstoppable and be, you, like, totally you, big if, with power. Listen, if I got $50 million tomorrow, we can say bye-bye to this impoverished life for life, okay? <laughs> I'm not going back. I don't know what you heard, but I am not going back. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. The traumas, the traumas and the, the, the history could really leave you fucked up. Right. Sadly. And I just wonder, you know, I mean, as unfortunate as it is that, you know, he's not going to play this year. We know that. Like, we know that it's over with for the this season. He may play again in the future. Who knows? But it's just really crazy how they will crucify you but like you didn't even have like what you needed in the fucking first place which is what i say all the time about being black in this country like right this nigga i mean what 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 can you expect i don't know like what can you expect i don't know wait what can you expect from what can you expect from somebody who never had basic fundamental training on how to deal with their shit and deal with their shit like they're they're having money they're emotional having money and then yes having and managing money yes that's one and also emotional coping skills so when things happen you don't like lash out and act badly Mm mm-hmm 
And the question is, what can you expect? What can you expect from somebody who never had had that coaching and then was just thrown into a society where any, any, like. What you can expect them to do is, is survive. And, and for, for all of us, how we survive is done differently. I think his survival mechanism may be to just act like he doesn't give a fuck. In my work, I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. You really care, but you act like you don't. Yeah. To, to, to give off this perception that you're hard. It's like the cool pose. Right. <laughs> like the, <laughs> niggas at the party, you know they want to be dancing. You know they want to dance. Yeah. Right. But because they they are a little offbeat, they right. just pose on the wall like they're cool. You're not that cool, bro. Get off the wall. <laughs> so Go crazy. dance and be offbeat. <laughs> love your life, like Sydney right. Wall said. Love your life. Go right. enjoy yourself. Yeah. But I think you know it's 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 sad to watch because what what's happening in real time, unfortunately, are that that the stereotypes and the myths that have been created of black, about black people and black men around how we survive give more credence to white people's fear of black people. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. they think like, oh, this mother, he had to have raped her. Right. Right. The way he's acting right now is absurd. Right. You know, why not just let justice have its course? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that, like that's what white people do. But we see it's not because Trump does it every fucking day, right? And and all he's doing is trying to survive. Ooh, that's, that's ugly. All he's doing. That's a, a great segue to you know the Nancy Pelosi clap for the yeah. impeachment inquiry. You know, I don't know. I feel like an impeachment inquiry is just like. One meter in a very long marathon. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even mean? My yeah, aunt was like, is. I've been alive for three impeachments. Like, this is the third one. You know, it's just kind of just like, yeah. But, but they're done for the right reasons. Like, they're done to, in, in all honesty, each of them was done because that's what the Constitution dictated. Now, there are, there are equally reasonable theories that that they are political but I think what Nancy Pelosi has demonstrated in her her temperament and in her measure is that she wanted to make the right decision based on the information and this whistleblower account uh, or the whistle whistleblower case rather is just like yo this shit's unfolding like wildly. Right. This motherfucker has been taking phone calls with other heads of state and putting them in a code word like mm. safe. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying to these people <laughs> that we can't know? Right. And, or that the fucking CIA can't know or some right. intelligence. Why are you hiding this shit? Right. It's wild. Y'all can't see me right now. I'm, I'm talking to Shayna and I'm like my face is big as fuck like why are you hiding this right and 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 what and that's what we have yeah. as the president who talked about grabbing pussies and been accused of raping 22 women uh, all types of shit and Antonio Brown can't live right yep come on man come on and all they're both doing is trying to survive they probably made some dumbass fucking decisions along the way definitely Trump more than Antonio but right like, definitely and this is this is america black people we must rise up <laughs> like right. we must start like building our own communities what's it gonna our own take grocery the stores like we have to start farms all that shit we need farms farms yo if wow. you said to me farms. if you said to me if you said to me that all part. black like if you sent out a petition said would you move to one out I, I have promised never to leave Pittsburgh but if you sent me a petition and said <laughs> would you join all black people yes 
in these three I states. I do. I do. Yes. I will, I will take that experiment on. I Absolutely. do. Yes. 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 Happily. That would be really some monumental shit. Hell yeah. And y'all know we the biggest consumers. Like, for real though. Uh. You already it's know really, them. Them states would be fly as fuck. Right, right. Yeah. right. Like, yeah. why would we ever the go out? Airports would be popping. Right. <laughs> White motherfuckers, we have, we have to go. Everyone's to go grandma would have wearing. like a little spot. Yes, so you good. could get. It would be the only airport you could get collard greens at. Like, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> See now, if a white person would have said that shit, <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have had issues. Y'all podcast like got canceled or something. <laughs> white people like those airports. They got collars. <laughs> what's that? What's that uh, <laughs> meme? What's that meme with the white lady on the phone calling? Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, they have. There's collars in there. Somebody oh, send the droops. Oh, oh that's funny. Okay, just to get through another topic that I feel like a lot of people were talking about this week, Corey saying that Penelope needs her ass beat. What do you think about that? Did you hear about this? I have no idea. I saw the clip. Corey, yes. Chris Jenner's boyfriend. Corey. Chris Jenner. You know, who's you, Chris Jenner? Chris Jenner is the mom. Of the Kardashians. Kardashian got it right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Corey, the black guy that she's dating, was not aware she was dating a black guy. I'm not surprised, but was not aware. Come on, you've never seen her black boyfriend. Listen, Corey how, how would I Cindy, see her? Cindy, don't be. Is she on CNN? Right. Is see, she in the, like the major newspapers. Washington I don't know. Post, I feel like they've been New together for a long time. You once I, I saw that clip. Like that. Once I saw that clip of him, I was reminded because I remember. Seeing a picture a long time ago, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. She is dating a black guy." Who? What? Black guy? Yeah. <laughs> right there, he looks like a bodyguard. <laughs> Just saying, in that photo, he does not look like her boyfriend. He does have like, a bodyguard vibe though, even like, at the table, even at the he's dinner like, table. He's their security though, he's like literally security head of their whole. Wait, he's well, see, look at that's yeah, crazy. He, he, like, that's crazy. Like, security inappropriate, for, inappropriate. That's his department. Y'all yeah. ever seen the movie The Bodyguard? Was that a romance movie? It was a romance. Movie. Mm, yeah. Look at that. Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston Kevin Costner. Okay, yeah. so this man, Corey Gamble, <laughs> this man said that if Penelope, Who's who Penelope? is Penelope, is Courtney Kardashian's daughter. If she were, first of all, Penelope has been acting out, right? Mm-hmm. Penelope has been exhibiting violence towards her mom, smacking her and shit. How old is she? She's six. Whoa. Okay. She scratched the nanny on her face. Mm. The nanny quit. No, this is Scott Disick's daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, the, Courtney was at dinner with all of them saying, I don't have a nanny now because Penelope has scratched her and it's just like, I don't have a nanny. Like, basically, she's like, I'm inconvenienced because I don't have a nanny right now. Like, that's how she was kind of complaining. And then Corey was like, if Penelope scratched me, I'm going to whoop her ass and I'm going to explain it to y'all later. Mm. Is That was the exact quote. Mm. And Scott freaked out. Scott was like, "You gonna, you gonna whip my daughter's ass? You're gonna whip my daughter's ass? You're gonna whip my six year old daughter's ass?" And he was like, "If she scratched me in my face, yes, I am. Like, what? See, see that that's first of all, let's be real. That's cultural because I don't know a black person that wouldn't say I'm gonna whip her ass and tell you later. (laughs) It's inappropriate." To say that to another person, and you should expect that other person, another to parent, out yeah, when you a say parent, that shit. yeah, I would wild out, yeah, I would wild out, and it and it's probably mitigated by some kind of self punishment, like they are this way because of me, like this is my <laughs> fault that my daughter's fucking crazy, so now I'm really gonna wild out. Is that a metal straw, Shayna? Yeah, yeah. 
I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> yeah, so basically you feel like Corey was wrong to say, I'll whip her ass. No, I don't. <laughs> she needs to ask I say it's, cultur- mean, it's a cultural yes. thing, but at the same time, I... I would. I would also flip out if, like, like you said. Yes, you would too. Appropriate interaction. If my yeah, if my mom's boyfriend was like, I'll whip her ass. I'd be like, I'll beat your ass. Listen, I'll drag your ass up out of this motherfucker. I wish you would put your hand on my motherfucking chest. So, so was was the brother? What's his name? Rob. He wasn't there. See, okay, well. Was was um was the, the the tall one? It was only it was only Corey and Scott were oh, there. Were the only the only men? Yeah. Oh, and that Jonathan. Was, oh, Jonathan. That was married That's... to Odom. She would she would have went in. Chloe. Yeah, she'd probably went in on. I don't know, like if they Chloe. All you saw, all you saw out. was Kylie in the background, like ooh, like no, her face Kim. was like. It was Kim. It was Kim in the background, and Kim was just like, "What, like Kim?" But wasn't <laughs> Kylie Kim in was it like, too? No, Mm-mm. she wasn't. I thought she was. Yeah, that's not appropriate. Maybe that was another video about mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not appropriate. It was yeah. another video about kids with Courtney. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I have for. But but if the Kardashians are listening, what I listening, what I would advise you do is <laughs> if they're take listening, your, take your your daughter to your primary care physician or to a psychologist mm-hmm. and make sure that there's nothing that's that's not right addressed. Because why the fuck would she scratch the nanny's face? No, why the fuck would she hit her mother? Who? What black child? does that well she's not black so i, I get it not. but well, who hits their mother i know that will get you the kids were like literally like smacking courtney to do stuff like even rain was like mom get me a cough drop and he was like now <laughs> like just some crazy and chloe was there she was just like why are you what did you just say to your mom like what the fuck mm. So, so listen. Different parenting styles. My godson's birthday is today, and his party is over at two thirty. Oh wow. Okay. So I need at least like yeah. I need to be there while they're walking out. Yeah. So that's like fifteen minutes. I'm fifteen minutes from there. Okay. All right. All right. I just wanted to contextualize. This no, no. I am glad that you did that because we have gone long, but. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick two cents and just go? Yeah, that would be good. Did I kill the vibe? No. Okay. No. All right, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been known to do that. <laughs> All right, so two cents, a two cents, mm-hmm, two cents, two cents, let me hear you now. What was that? That was great. <laughs> little like intros for <laughs> you do that every time yeah we do and it's recorded yeah and that's the song the whole, like the whole yes that's our song you for should. two cents yeah let's do this i'm excited <laughs> that, all right that song motivated oh, sorry me. my bad our brother sister headphones are kind of like a little janky <laughs> but it's but. kept us close this entire episode <laughs> right. shoulder to shoulder <laughs> Like we're on an airplane. Do you remember <laughs> the... Sydney's in the middle seat. Right? <laughs> okay. So, today's topic is going to be about... I guess it's in the realm of constructive feedback as it relates to the bedroom. If you are... <laughs> what's up? If you... I'm laughing at him drinking this. Say you have sex with a partner, right? And it wasn't really what you had in mind. It wasn't satisfying at all. And you tell them. And their reaction is, not is negative. It's not a good one. So my thing is, sometimes <laughs> I feel like when you share this feedback, the reception of the feedback from the partner is usually... It could be... It could be good or it could be bad like they could take offense to it so specifically men like yes specifically men obviously is what i'm yeah feedback well 
What, right. How old is this individual, or how age range? We could we we could talk about it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like across the board. I feel uh, like at no any age, age. Yeah, no age range, but you know, for the sake of wanting to add value to it, let's just say twenty <laughs> <laughs> twenty five and up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all male listeners, I was trying, fellas. I was trying to carve out a piece of of our manliness. You know, to blame it on the young niggas. No. Okay, 25 and up. And up. Wow, okay. So. What's the two? So where's the two? The question is, the question is, why is taking feedback so So difficult when it comes to sex? I feel like. A lot of times, constructive criticism can be receptive on on things like, for example, I don't know if that haircut works for you. I feel like that could be receptive. You know what I mean? Like, a man could be receptive to that. But if as soon as you say, like, I don't really like when, you know, you try to go to the left when I'm trying to go to the right. You know what I mean? And... Then it's like, oh, but you know, <laughs> or they be like, I oh, never you had feeling, no complaints. You was feeling that shit. Now. Don't lie, you was yeah, feeling that shit was when really, I was doing. Uh, was really, right. Oh, okay. Now you want to act, and then now you, you want to like <laughs> weigh in and be like, actually, <laughs> actually, no, no, I wasn't. I didn't like when you did that at all. I would have preferred. <laughs> I would. I didn't want to blow the whole shit. So I really am telling you about it now, so it won't happen again. Right. Wow. Um, so I think, (laughs) so there, there are certain things that I, I personally don't like being criticized about. Okay. Those things are not, uh, but I also don't mind taking direction in places where I feel like I could get better. Right. So I think that, uh, men, Sometimes it's not, a, it's the approach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta ease into it. That's what that means. You ease gotta like, it. you gotta slather it up. <laughs> what's a, what's a good, what's a good yeah, approach Yeah, what's then? a good approach? Yeah, what's something like, what's you would take lightly? Yeah. Like, how could you take it and hear her? You know, like. <laughs> and hear her. For real though. <laughs> that last part is very important. And hear her. um so i think that um you know there's just really no good way of doing (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hit to the ego regardless regardless it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a hit Thank but, you but, for being check honest. Out, check it out, though. Because what, that's real. What should happen, right, <laughs> is that even in, like, that that frustration, a motherfucker will internalize that shit. Mm. And the, the, what, what you should be able to evaluate is whether he has internalized it and responded to what it was that you were checking him on. Right. Because if he has not internalized and responded to what it was that you were checking him on... He's not really interested in anything but self-satisfaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. But he might take it hard, but... But be like, if there you ain't about to say that shit, shit again, bitch. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is about to be the last time you tell me. <laughs> I'll be dead. You talking about you trying to go to the right, bitch. That's like the worst thing for a guy. Where for for a guy that actually gives a fuck about themselves. Right. The like the person and stuff like that. Like that's the worst thing you could say to them. Is that they ain't really doing (laughs) it right. Is it the worst thing? I don't think it's the worst thing. That's the thing. I think it should be easier. 
it should be a space where you could say it should be a not space be taken bad absolutely and you have to but just knowing if it shows in the action knowing like how they are in the character like, yeah i really do i would like for you to do this i didn't like when you did this it shouldn't be like okay bitch like it shouldn't be like a, okay, okay so whatever. what I'm if the shoe were on the other foot and it's the guy right. okay telling the lady yeah, right what's up I definitely feel like my feelings would be hurt. Absolutely. But I'm saying, why does it have to be like that? You know, like, why do... Because, why, I mean, really, in hurt? any in any space, negative feedback hurts. Hurts, right? At work, at the... I mean, at work, you kind of take it on the chin because you're like, all right, all right, no, you know, like, work, I'll do... i like, don't you ever say anything negative about I'll do it, right, right, right. I but it's kind of like, it. you know, this shit sucks, but I'm gonna... Obviously, I have to show up now, you know? Yeah. So, that's really that, but, like, like when it comes to... Thing. When it comes to your friends or your romantic partners, feedback, it stings a little. Right. Because you weren't... You might have thought... Especially if you thought you were doing what you needed to do. Right. Now, if you already knew your shit was like, I need improvement, and then they told you, it's like, it's good that you mentioned it, because... I thought the same, and I'm willing to work on it, you know. But then, this is like sitting in a. I just anybody that's listening to this podcast, let me say this: Yo, sign the fuck up. This is a fantastic experience. You all should like raffle off guest appearances. Oh and, like, wow! Let random subscribers be guests. Join the experience. Get a three-way FaceTime. And yeah, shit. yeah. Or that that or just patch them in at a certain point. That would be fun as hell, yo. I love. I've loved this experience. But this is how Sydney and I talk all the time. That is hilarious. This is like real, like living room. No wonder you guys are right. No wonder you guys are like friends. Yeah, it sucks that I didn't get a chance to meet you when I was out there or whatever, but. Yep. Next time. Yeah. 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 I definitely. Next time, for sure. Friendship fail. Hey, (laughs) yeah. Good meeting you, Shannon. Happens. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. Thank you for being on. And you can find us at signmeuppodcast at gmail dot com at signmeuppodcast on social media. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And I am at Kang Chase. And that's another episode of Signmeup Podcast. Signing out.